Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey y'all, this is Vicki Connor, co-host of Peak Northwest. And before we get into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that Peak Northwest is a finalist for a Signal Award in the Best Road Trip category. Now it competes for the Gold, Silver, and Bronze Signal Award, as chosen by the Signal Judges Panel in each category, and the Signal Listener's Choice, voted on by the online public. And that's where you come in. You can help us get recognized with an award by voting online. Voting is open through 11.59 p.m. Pacific Time, October 5th. You can cast your vote at vote.signalaward.com. Thanks so much for your support, and thank you for listening. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Peak Northwest, an outdoors and travel podcast by the Oregonian and Oregon Live dedicated to the adventure and exploration of our beautiful Pacific Northwest. I'm Jamie Hale. And I'm Vicki Connor. Together, we take you to some of the most beautiful and interesting destinations in our region, discussing where to go, what to do, and places to see. And this week, we're looking ahead to one of the greatest times of year, one that I personally always look forward to, and that's when fall brings beautiful colors to the trees in Oregon. That's right, Vicki. Oregon and the Pacific Northwest as a whole has a very understandable reputation as an evergreen state, thanks to the massive forests of Douglas firs and western red cedars and pines, etc., etc. But there are also so many deciduous trees here that turn beautiful shades of red, yellow, and orange every autumn. It really is, I think, a great place to see fall color if you know where to look. That is so true. And whenever I chat with my friends who are not from the area, don't live here, I tell them, you know, summer is a great time to visit, but oh my gosh, the fall colors here are incredible. And, you know, I didn't really realize that until I moved here. I, I, I wonder if part of it is just like, it's the pairing of the fall color with like the dramatic landscapes. Like, you know, you can go to the Northeast and yes, there's these huge forests of beautiful, you know, trees changing colors and all this stuff. But here we have some of that, maybe to a lesser extent, plus there's a volcano in the view or plus there's the Columbia River or the ocean or whatever. You have just these mm-hmm. incredible landscapes where there is fall color sort of within that landscape. Exactly. And it just makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. It, it's always, I think, a question um, for me and for a lot of people, I think, you know, when is the time to look for fall color? Like, when's that peak season? When should I be going out there? Especially if you're going on like farther road trips, you really want to get that timing right. Um, if you really want to see these colors at peak. 
And the tool that I always send people to, it's it's the weirdest thing. I don't know, Vicky, I don't know if you looked at this map before, but it's the fall foliage prediction map by like smokymountains.com. Yes, I have <laughs> used this before. And yeah, if you're looking for anywhere other than the Smoky Mountains, you might be a little misled by the name of the website. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, they have like, it's a like, tourism website for the Smoky Mountains and a lot of great stuff, but they just found their niche. They must get a ton of, of, of web traffic for this, but like they've got their niche in this fall foliage prediction map. They updated it every year. It's like county by county across the US and tells you like, you know, when leaves begin to change, when they reach peak, when they're past peak. Um, and it does this for like, you know, week by week throughout the first part of fall. Um, so what I did for, for today is I, I got on there and I, I looked at like, you know, in Oregon, county by county, when do places start reaching peak and what are some spots um, in those places throughout the peak season to go to? This is going to be great because I feel like every single year, even though that these tools are available, like I want to go and hike and see these fall colors at least once a year. And I want to make it a point to get out there. And I like get quasi anxiety about like, <laughs> am I going to miss it? Like, do I have a free weekend? Will it line up? Like all these things up in the air. And I don't, don't know if the perfect magic will happen for me to be able to see it. So I'm pumped to go through each of these spots and kind of break down where those those peak color times will be. Yeah, it, it can be fleeting, right? You know, it's a blink and you miss it situation. As we talked about recently with huckleberry season, if you're just like a week off, you can really miss out, you know? That's the difference between seeing beautiful colored leaves and seeing a bunch of, you know, brown, soggy leaves in the ground <laughs> or whatever. And another thing I should mention is some of these places, um, you know, it's getting to that point of time where the weather could very easily get very cold very quickly. And then there's like snow on the mm -hmm. ground um, and makes hiking a little bit harder and, you know, not probably not going to see the best colors at that point. Yeah. Yeah. A snow plus fall color is nice, but gosh, it does make it more difficult. Well, so let's let's start with the first week of of peak fall color here in Oregon. And we should mention, we're going to focus mainly on Oregon today. Obviously, the Pacific Northwest as a whole is a lot of places. Um, Oregon's where we happen to be based, and it's a lot easier, I think, to sort of focus in one area. So um, just just know that's going to be going to be sort of where we're focusing our energy for this, this particular exercise. All right, let's get started. So the first dates where peak colors really come in through is October 16th, it looks like. That's when you're going to start seeing places like reach peak, 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 um, according to smokymountains.com. Um, obviously the colors are going to be ramping up and toward until then this, according to them is sort of the first week of peak fall color anywhere in Oregon. And that's focused primarily around like Deschutes County, Lane County, um, and then kind of like, you know, the Northern reaches of Oregon. Um, so a few spots in here that I wanted to pull out that are, I, I just, in my experience, great places to see fall color. The first one that comes to mind is the Deschutes River Trail in Bend. Um, I was there last year around the, around that time. It was the first snowfall of the year, plus you had fall color. Um, not so much snow that you couldn't hike in at Vicky, but there was just a little dusting and that was really nice. But this trail runs along the Deschutes River in Bend. It's sort of the upper part of the river. Um, we've talked about it before here on the show, but just a lot of good trailheads, a couple of waterfalls, um, and just like a nice sort of easy to moderate trail you can hike 
mountain bike, take your dog, um, do all kinds of stuff. Yes. This is one that we've talked about on this podcast quite a bit. And I I love that it is so great in pretty much all the seasons, really. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I personally haven't been to this one yet, but if it's got fall color, then I'm even more sold on it. (laughs) Yeah. Get out there. I mean, this is, this is again, you know, a place, there's a lot of pine trees, um, you know, out there, but there are definitely a lot of deciduous trees. We're primarily looking at like maple trees in Oregon. Um, so if you're looking for trees that are changing color, big leaf maple, your vine maples, um, and obviously a variety of other deciduous trees that fill the forests. All right. What else is going to be changing color around this time? Well, if you go just a little bit west from Bend into across the mountains into Lane County, um, you can get over to the uh, cottage, the cottage grove covered bridges. Um, I did this trip a, a couple years ago, just around fall color time, traveling all the weird little covered bridges and uh, cottage grove. There's a ton of covered bridges in Oregon. Um, again, we've done a whole episode on this before, but you know, just really quaint, cute little covered bridges, um, across trickling little creeks or, you know, off back roads. And I love driving these kind of windy little back roads where you see all the fall color coming in on the trees in the side of the highway. Yeah crossing over a little wooden bridge. I mean, it's it's adorable. It's really nice. And you can have a nice little day trip in Cottage Grove going to see, you know, six or seven of these covered bridges. It's it's a really nice way to spend a day. What you just described sounds like it is straight out of a painting, you know, <laughs> like a landscape painting of Oregon, this area. <laughs> it's like a Bob Ross painting. <laughs> so you have experienced this before. Yeah, yeah. It's um it it's really quite nice. Um and there's something about just sort of like those those old wooden bridges with the you know the trees kind of hanging over top of them with their their leaves turning yellow and orange and there's like a, you can hear a little creek trickling underneath and you can walk over the bridge and look out those little you know picture windows. Um, it, it reminds me of of sort of the Northeast a lot um, where I, I lived for part of my life and uh, there's something about it that's just really romantic and magical. I don't know. It, it's it's just it's I think it's one of those experiences that. Um, it's really easy to have. It doesn't require a lot of like crazy hiking or anything like that. And it's just like a nice drive to do. Yeah. I was about to ask, are there specific hikes in this area or just scenic driving? It's all, it's all scenic driving. Um, a lot of these covered ridges you're going to find just off of, um, off of the main roads. You know, typically you, you know, take a sort of a short highway and you, you know, take a little, a little detour off into a little back road and you'll find one of the covered bridges back there. That's kind of typically how they work. Um, and some of them you can, and most of them you can just sort of walk across. Um, I think there's a couple you can drive across, but mostly this is a, a thing where you park, you get out, you walk across the bridge and, you know, take your pictures or whatever. Amazing. Okay. So it looks like according to smokymountains.com and our fall foliage predictor that around this time, Silver Falls will also be in peak color. Oh man. And that's, see that is, a, if you're going to go to one place to see fall color, um, Silver Falls is incredible. It really yeah. is. Um, I mean, obviously we've talked about Silver Falls before. If you're not familiar with it, incredible state park site, um, in Silverton, uh, you know, almost a dozen waterfalls sort of pouring into this Canyon. You can hike down into the Canyon and, and walk through it. The trail of 10 falls is about eight miles long, mm-hmm. really incredible, incredible hike, um, any time of year, but in, in the fall you have, the waterfalls framed by this beautiful fall foliage. And that's just like, I mean, that's some iconic Oregon stuff right there. Yeah. This is what we're talking about when we mentioned it at the 
top of the show that it's this incredible landscape plus the enhancement of the fall color. I have only been to Silver Falls in, I just, I think just the summertime. Yeah, maybe just the summertime. I mean, I can picture it in my head already how beautiful it would be. And oh, totally worth a trip there. Absolutely. It just, they, they, don't, they don't call it the crown jewel of Oregon State Parks for nothing. <laughs> you you got to get out there. So all of that is October 16th, the week of October 16th. Um, if you move on sort of uh, into October a little bit more, the week of October 23rd, we're seeing a few different areas begin to enter that peak fall color. Um, and I think one of the most notable ones um, is Portland. Yeah. I feel like every year I'm <laughs> I'm shocked, even though it happens every year, about the trees just locally around my own neighborhood turning these intense colors of yellow and red. Um, and I love it. It's so great. <laughs> I feel like the, the streets are just lined with these trees changing color and it's really beautiful on our on the visuals team here at the Oregonian there's usually someone is tasked with getting that great drone shot of the you know an aerial view of these trees all together changing color and it's so cool yeah I mean obviously there's places like uh the Japanese garden uh Washington park as a whole forest park also a ton of maple trees in forest park a great place to go hiking if you want to see fall color locally but also just the neighborhoods in Portland, like you said, Vicky, you can drive down like any neighborhood street and you can see beautiful fall color. The, the, the city is just sort of like we're known for like having a lot of and, you know, especially concentrated in some areas, a lot of trees, a lot of mm -hmm. lushness um, and a lot of different kinds of trees, too. Um, so throughout the fall, you can drive around and see different trees changing at different times a year. Um, it's just, I think, uh, honestly, a, a, one of the best places to see fall color. Oh, for sure. I love just going on my neighborhood walks and I'm lucky enough to live in a part of Portland that has a great tree canopy and, uh, seeing just these, the craftsman homes, you know, outlined by these beautiful trees in peak color is such a pleasant time of the year. <laughs> So Portland, obviously one, but uh, this is also the time when some of the biggest, most popular landscapes start to change for the season. Chief among them, the Columbia River Gorge. Um, I mean, gosh, this is just obviously one of the best, most scenic places in the Pacific Northwest. Seeing it in fall color season, that's like nothing else. Truly. Are there any specific hikes that you've done Um in the gorge around this time that really stick out? You know, the first one that comes to my mind is actually that Columbia River Highway State Trail, the bike path. Mm -hmm. um, you know, the, it's the sort of the, the state trail is, is uh, uh, runs along the historic Columbia River Highway, which again, a great drive this time of year. Um, but there's a couple sections where you have, you know, uh, several miles of, of paved bike path that you can take past waterfall viewpoints, up to these beautiful views. Um, and being, I think, where they are, there's a lot of deciduous trees that grow along them. And I just have like a, a very strong memory of walking along one of those paved pathways and seeing just fall color everywhere. Um, and if you get the, the this, there's a segment between um, Wyeth and Viento State Park that has like just some really, really good views um, overlooking the gorge. And when you can get, kind of get those bigger views looking down the river and up the river, I think, God, that combination there is is perfect. 
Yeah, this is another one where I can just imagine, you know, like the train going by along mm-hmm. the gorge and the background of the colors, and it's again Bob Ross painting. Uh huh. And you know, uh, take I think taking the historic Columbia River Highway, doing that drive too, and popping up to the Portland Women's Forum viewpoint, that's that viewpoint will look straight into the gorge, um, especially kind of in the in the evening when you have the sun starting to set and it's. You have sort of that whole landscape painted with light. That's that's a, a primo a primo spot to see color. Yes, I can imagine. So it looks like also during um, this October twenty third time, uh, Mount Hood should also be in peak color. Yeah, absolutely. And again, this is like you know, if you want to walk around some forested trails, just about all of them on Mount Hood, you're going to have a nice mix of deciduous trees in there with um the evergreen trees and you're also going to find and you know we'll talk a bit more about this but um larch trees um which are an evergreen tree that do turn yellow their needles turn yellow and fall off seasonally so it's um a deciduous conifer i guess it's not an evergreen um and you'll see those mixed in at mount hood as well as a lot of forests across oregon um which makes it just even even more colorful so there's, there's more options there to see color beyond just your maple trees. Yes. I, when I first moved here, uh, and we'll, we'll get into this uh, part of the region a little bit later, but uh, <laughs> it was towards the end of um, the summertime and people were just like, oh yeah, we're getting ready. We got to go do a larch march. And I was like, I've never <laughs> heard of this term before, but I want to do it. <laughs> larch march. I love that. I've actually not heard that term either. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's go a little bit further out East and, uh, it looks like the Wallowa mountains will also be in peak during this time. Boy, Wallowa mountains are another great spot with a lot, lot of larches up there. Um, you're again, you're kind of getting into, as you mentioned at the top, Vicki, some of the dicier weather times, yeah. um, especially when you're trying to hike up there in the Eagle Cab wilderness. I, I did a hike up Hurricane Ridge in the Wallowas in October, saw incredible fall color along the creek. Um, the larch trees, all the deciduous trees, just so beautiful. Um, but I could only hike so far because this, yeah. the snow had started and I reached a point where I, I just was like, I'm not actually prepared to hike, <laughs> yeah. you know, into the snow like this. Um, but you can get a little peak there in the Wallowas and it is, it is absolutely phenomenal if you do. Uh, I, I haven't been back since, uh, we recorded one of our, or we filmed one of our videos for peak Northwest, um, in Joseph and, just the the you know kind of short hike that we did in the Wallowas was so incredible. No. Um, first time being in that part of the state, and um, I was so wowed by the Wallowa Mountains. Um, so I can only imagine how much even more beautiful it will be in peak color. The place is is just incredible. It, it's always colorful. Um, like in the spring, it's colorful with like wildflowers and the summer sunsets are incredible and then you have the fall color it's like i feel like the wallowas is is, it's like being inside of a rainbow it's just a constant constant barrage of incredible color Mm -hmm. uh it makes me just want to be there all the time (laughs) yeah 
and a great way to experience it might be going up the tram and getting a cool view going oh, all the way up, yeah. seeing the colors change as you uh, get up there in elevation. And then, of course, once you're at the top, being able to look out and see it all. Oh, that's a great idea. I let, get that big view of everything. Yeah. Well, so we have one more week of uh, fall color here on the old fall foliage prediction map. That's the week of October 30th, um, Halloween week. And we should be seeing sort of our, our one of our last pushes of peak fall color here in Oregon and a couple of spots that are really, really nice um, that folks maybe don't necessarily expect to, to see. Yeah, so both of these spots, more southern Oregon area, so later on in the month of October, and it looks like Steens Mountain will be in peak color, and this is a place that I've been meaning to get to for a while. Boy, Steens Mountain is my favorite place to see fall color in Oregon. Really? Hands, That's a bold hands statement. Down. Hands down. Well, it, it's it's the deal with Steens, and and I know we've talked about this in the pod before. I've I've professed my love of Steens in, in older episodes, but. The thing about Steens Mountain is it has a large population of aspen trees, mm. um, which you don't see a lot of in Oregon. But yeah. there are a bunch of aspens in those canyons in Steens Mountain. And as you drive through, the colors uh, of those trees are just incredible, just absolutely phenomenal. Um, to drive through all the groves, to get out of your car too and listen to that the wind in the aspen trees, the leaves kind of quaking like that. Um, it's, I think it's just such a different experience than all these other fall places too, um, where you, you get something sort of that feels more unique um, that's you, you just can't get everywhere. And mm-hmm. to be so far out there in, in the high desert um, and to have this fall color experience there is it's just really cool. Yeah. With Steens Mountain, are you, are you running into a similar thing, like higher elevation? You might be running into some snow during this time of the year, especially so late in the month. Yes. Yes. Um, that is something that I've, so I've done the, the fall color in Steens Mountain twice. The first time, no issue, no snow. It was beautiful. The second time I definitely hit snow um, to the point where like, it was like maybe about a foot of snow up there that I was just driving in my car and I, I felt a little nervous about it. Those, those roads are really narrow and they have steep drop-offs. And I was, uh, I was like, this is, this is not, this is not the time. These, these aren't yeah. plowed roads, um, you know? Uh, but the colors are just incredible. I mean, if you get that, again, that snow against the color is a cool, a really cool effect. But if you're going to go out to Steen's, Definitely recommend checking on the weather before you go. Um, maybe even try to go a little bit early. You know, maybe you don't need to go at peak, but you're at a time when, you know, uh, the the aspens are just starting to turn. One thing that's interesting about aspens is because they um, are like a grove of aspens is all uh, sort of a clonal. It's a collective uh, entity. Um, they tend to grow to change color all at once. So a grove of aspens, they're not all, they're not all, you know, obviously one grove in all of Seams Mountain, but you'll see a grove that'll just all change at the exact same time. Poof. So it can happen kind of fleeting and quickly, but if you're out there at the right time, gosh, there's, there's few things more magical in the fall than, than that. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Uh, yeah. Maybe just 
Keep some uh, some tire chains in your car <laughs> if you're out there. <laughs> exactly. So it looks like in addition to Steens Mountain, uh, you'll also see peak color in Klamath Falls during this time. Yeah, this is the the one spot on our list that I have not really been to. So maybe we it was a mistake to save it for last. But, <laughs> um, I've I've seen pictures and I've talked to some folks down there who talk. Uh, really talk a lot about the fall color there um, in Upper Klamath Basin um, around Klamath Falls. Uh, I understand there are some more aspen trees around Klamath Lake um, and uh, obviously some really good wildlife watching down there. Um, mm-hmm. Fall is often a good time to go do some bird watching mm-hmm. and that is a, just an incredible spot for bird watching. Um, the mm-hmm. upper and lower Klamath wildlife refuges have um, just lots of, of room for, for migratory birds to come and hang out. So if you want to do some bird watching out there in the fall, see some fall color too. Uh, Klamath area is, is just a really great spot to go check out. That sounds gorgeous. That sounds like a really fun fall activity to do. Worth noting too that Klamath Falls is going to be the uh, nexus of the annular solar eclipse, which is happening October 14th. So if you're down there for that eclipse, Hey, go check out in some fall color as well. See if see if it's popping a little bit early down there. Yeah. And if so, I don't know, go find some hikes, go explore it. Let us know what you find. That would be very serendipitous to uh, uh, get lucky with that. <laughs> fall color, eclipse. I mean, that's a pretty cool combination right there. Yeah, for sure. All right. So we just went through a ton of great spots in Oregon. We'd be absolutely remiss to not mention some Washington spots as well. Um, so let's just go through some of our, some of our favorites in Washington. Um, and <laughs> I'm actually going to start with a favorite that I haven't been to, but I want to. So, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I've been, it's, you know, it's just so far away, but North Cascades, mm. like, I feel like that is one of the most popular places in the entire country to go and see incredible changing of colors of the leaves um and this is one place where this larch march that i mentioned before is happening and it's also a place where you run into that issue of like is there gonna be snow on the ground will i be like punching holes through the snow as i try and see some great color up at this high elevation but um ah if I could get up there, maybe I'll have to take a few days off of work to get up there, but it has been on my list since I moved to the area. North Cascades is a spot I have also not been to. Um, I just, it's so far away. Um, but like you said, Vicki, yeah, I mean, it, it's supposed to be phenomenally beautiful, especially in the fall. Uh, my parents were just up in North Cascades for a vacation um, at the end of summer, and I saw their pictures, and, and it was just I mean, it was incredible, uh, breathtaking, that beauty up there. So I can only imagine what it looks like when you have the addition of all of these colors there from the trees. God, that's, 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 that's really, now you're enticing me. Now I'm, now I'm like trying to figure out how can I, ang- how can I angle to get up to, to North Cascades for the fall? Yeah. Um, and so this, this peak color is going to be just around kind of think about between October 9th, October 16th time. So, you know, you might have to test your luck a little bit with this one. Uh, but again, I'm just picturing incredible mountains, the changing larches, you know, 
really bright, vibrant yellow. I, when you look at them, they kind of look like furry or fuzzy trees <laughs> um, with these, you know, yellow needles on them. You know, North Cascades is also known for the incredible lakes up there. Um, mm-hmm. And so that that is what I'm envisioning. That is my dream hike area for some point in the fall. Will it happen this year? I don't know, but I'm really hoping it does. <laughs> <laughs> It'll happen for you sometime. I'm, I'm really, yeah. really confident in that. For sure. I will also mention one of my favorite spots in Washington um, that I was able to do last year was hiking a portion of the enchantments and seeing, yeah, a little bit of the larches during this time, which was totally the goal, you know, driving up to Leavenworth, staying there during Oktoberfest, and then hiking through the enchantments and seeing those larches was an incredible weekend of adventure. Man, there's nothing like going on a big hike through the enchantment, seeing the fall color, coming back to Leavenworth and <laughs> eating at like a, one of those old school German restaurants, you know? Yeah. Nothing like yes. Wiener Schnitzel after a long day of hiking. Yes. <laughs> and during this time, you know, it's packed there. So there's long lines <laughs> to get into some of these places, but you go up to, and get like a pretzel while you wait in line and a huge thing with a little bit of mustard and you walk around and people watch and they're in their mm-hmm. whole like German getups. And uh, it is quite a time. So you can do a lot of stuff if you're out there trying to do the large march. Although honestly, the bone broth place, did you go to the bone broth place in Leavenworth? Oh, yes. Yeah. I think we yeah. might have talked about this. I'm sure I went we there twice in one oh, week. <laughs> my gosh. So it's uh, that's when you talk about cold, crisp fall day with a big hot bowl of bone. I mean, that's. Oh, gosh. Honestly, yeah. Any of these hikes, it is soup season. Get yourself a bowl of soup after you uh, yeah. experience some fall color and fully indulge in the season. That's the way. And that's the thing about about doing these too. There's something about like really immersing yourself in the season. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. Vicky, but for me, the beginning of fall especially is always really difficult. It's like that transition from summer being like out there and doing stuff and the sun's out to like, oh, it's, it's cloudy and it's rainy and it's dark early. And now I'm like inside more. I, a part of me struggles against that every year. And so I find it helpful to like fully immerse myself into the season by going out here and getting all those colors in the tree. That's got to do something to our brains. That's Mm -hmm. very healthy. I'm assuming. Yes. My favorite is when it's, not quite raining every day yet and you just get like a cool crisp evening that's a little chilly but you're not freezing or soggy yet (laughs) yeah exactly (laughs) but we do have one more washington spot to mention um of course obviously one of the most beautiful places in washington great any time of year we're talking about mount rainier um vicky have you have you done much mount rainier Oh, I haven't. And I think, you know, if I am making a trip up to Washington this year to see some fall color, I'm thinking Mount Rainier might be the one for me just because it's a little bit more accessible, less of a drive. And Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have to commit to, you know, several days off of work or whatnot to go. Yeah. Mount Rainier, only about a three hour drive from the Portland area, as close as Bend, as close as Mm -hmm. the Central Coast. I mean, People sleep on Mount Rainier from this area, um, and I don't really know why, but I, I do the same thing. I've been there once, 
once in like the last 12 years. It's insane <laughs> to me that I've only been there once because it is incredibly beautiful. Yeah. Um, again, in the summertime, you've got the waterfalls, you've got the hikes. In the fall, you've got that changing color there. I mean, it's, I mean, it's magical. And like all these places in Washington, we mentioned, you know, these higher elevation places there, you're going to find the fall color there turning a little bit earlier. Um, yeah. So because they're getting colder earlier. Um, so, I mean, these, these are hikes that open up later in the season and close down earlier, you know, so their, their window is really pretty short. Um, yeah. so you kind of want to start your fall color journey at those higher elevations and then work your way down, generally speaking. Um, so you could eat very easily, Vicky, you know, in your dream scenario, start at North Cascades and Mount Rainier, <laughs> and then come on down to like you know, the Columbia River Gorge in Portland, and then work your way south to some fall color along the southern coast or the Cascade Siskiyous, you know, you can really sort of plan it out like that if you have all the time in the world and, uh, uh, you know, the opportunity to drive to all these places. Absolutely. If you happen to be listening to this episode and you are coming to visit or maybe you just have some extra time on your hands and want to do a full fall color road trip of the Pacific Northwest, there you go right there. Jamie uh-huh. just mapped it out for you. <laughs> Send us pictures if you do it. Yeah. Let us know. Uh, we want to see it, uh, especially if you're going to Mount Rainier. Gosh, I mean, we'll get we'll get there. I'm sure yeah. that we'll get to Mount Rainier at some point soon. Yeah, I I really think so. And when we do, there's going to be a full episode dedicated to it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, Vicky, any other fall color places, anything else at the top of your head you want to shout out here today? I think we we covered a good amount. I think at this point it's just like picking a weekend that works for you and choosing one of these places and getting out there. Yeah, block out some time in October and just head places. And I think, you know, we talk about like these specific times, the fall foliage prediction map, which take with a grain of salt, obviously things change based on weather um, and, you know, the the climate change and all that. There's, you know, a lot of stuff, but just in October, generally plan to travel to some of these places. You'll see some color, even if it's not perfect, even if it's not peak, 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 you're going to see some, I think, beautiful color no matter where you go. Yeah. Even if you're not going to your bucket list location of North Cascades National Park, (laughs) I think (laughs) there are plenty of uh, more accessible places to to go and explore. So I cannot wait to take some beautiful photos uh, that look like Bob Ross paintings and (laughs) go out there, move my legs and uh, see some, some beautiful landscapes. Can't wait to see those Bob Ross pictures, Vicky. <laughs> well, folks, until next time, you can watch our videos on the Oregonians YouTube channel and view all of our travel and outdoors coverage on OregonLive.com slash travel, as well as HereIsOregon.com. Please leave us a rating or review if you enjoy the show. And if you want to support this podcast, as well as our local journalism, please consider a subscription to Oregon Live. You can find details at OregonLive.com slash pod support. Also, if you're a fan of the show and you're interested in potentially sponsoring it, you can get in touch with our marketing people at advertise at Oregonian.com. This episode of the show was produced by me, Vicki Connor, alongside Jamie Hale. Stay safe and happy travels, everyone. Until next time, we leave you with this 10 seconds of Zen.